Hey everyone, it's Dave and Jeff. It's April 15th. Tax day. Used to be tax day and Jackie Robinson day. Not today. Today was get rich day for everybody. <laughs> I don't think it was getting rich. When you woke up, there was an extra 1200 in the bank is, account. Is that getting rich? If you played the lottery your whole life and you won 1200 bucks, would you go, hey? Well, I'll tell you what, Dave. I, I bet for a lot of people today, they were like, fuck, I'll take it. You know what, though? Honestly, for groceries and everything. Uh-huh. Fuck, man. Any bit of money is going to help out. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah, I did not get any money. <laughs> it's weird. My You're... son sent me a screenshot at like two in the morning. Hey, look, I got 1200 bucks. Okay. And then you called me and said, hey, I got money too. Yep. And then I asked my wife, hey, did we get any money? No, we didn't get any money. And I'm like, how come we're the only ones that didn't get any money? I don't know. It may be going in waves. Did you guys do direct deposit for your taxes? Yes. Yep. Uh, you'll, you'll show up. I don't know. Fuck. Well, I hope you don't I, get I, it. I do love how... Uh, I hope it goes to Leisure Fryer. That's <laughs> anybody but Leisure Fryer. <laughs> to spin it on fucking bus transfers. Uh, uh, Dave, guy. listen, I'm telling you, I'm doing this show tonight. I'm here with a broken heart. Yes. And uh, I know none of you assholes care, but that's fine. Um, uh, I've got a little void in my heart because uh, my girl... Uh, I never really talked about her, but I will now. <laughs> Darlene Snell left me last night. Yeah. And I wasn't ready for her to leave. She's been a big part of my life. Her <laughs> and her friend Helen Pierce. Uh, I've grown quite fond of these two. And now they're out of my life for another year because I've completed Ozark season three. Okay, let me ask you, is there any part of the show when they show sex scenes that you just turn your head away from the show? No, I try to increase the high depth. Darlene's hot. <laughs> when Darlene's getting late, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to throw up. Darlene likes it. Uh, Don't oh, I know much. she does. Jesus. Good night out at Patrick's downtown. You're going to bang Darlene. If you're that kid, I don't know how old he is. Let's say he's 19, like his character yeah. age, 18. Yeah. And you're reading in there, you got to fucking make out with a Darlene. 68-year-old bat. Yeah, you're going to bang her, too. Ugh. He's going for it. Oh, man. Getting in there, taking his cuts. <laughs> He's when all that over guy it. in his real life, because most people, when they're in a movie or a TV show, yeah. they go out and they're going, that's the guy from Ozark. Yeah, that's the guy banging Darlene. There's no way that guy's pulling tail off of that. Wyatt? Yeah. Fuck yeah, he is. No, he's not. You're dumb. He's the guy that stuck his dick in a 68-year-old bag of shit. Boy, I tell you what, I'm not a, like, I'm, look at you laughing at your own No, I'm thinking of the next one that I was going to ask you, but that's it. I said, I've turned my head away from the show a few times. That was one of them. Uh, I'm not, like, my kids and their mom watched every episode of Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Then they went through like every episode of Friends, and now they're watching NCIS. Oh, that's funny. That's what my wife's watching literally right now that she has on the DVR. Yeah. I won't watch that one. Dave, I'm not a... I, I just kind of tune in, watch a few shows, like Deadliest Catch came back last night. You watch that for a couple, and then you get fucking bored. Yeah. But enough of you had said, hey, you have to watch Ozark. With Jason Bateman. And I had tried it about two years ago. Yeah. Didn't really get into it. Tried it again about a year ago. Didn't really get into it. And then whatever it's been, probably about three weeks ago, started it. 
three seasons on Netflix. Yeah. God damn. It was great. It was great. I'd put it right there in the top three series that I've seen. Yeah. But when you get caught up, see, we've talked about this in the past. When we first started talking about Ozark, where I got really, really lucky is I had been a couple years behind on Breaking Bad. Yeah. My wife got me whatever I'd been missing, season one, two, and three on DVD, and I timed it out really pretty luckily where I finished those and then season four started. Yeah. And you go, oh, okay, that was great. But with this, I just, like, you watch it and you go, now what? (laughs) Darlene, don't leave me, baby. Um, But if you haven't watched it, it's really, really good. And I, other than Jason Bateman and Laura Linney, yeah. I didn't really know a lot of the people in it. And I always like that when you don't really know people because to me, it makes you buy into their characters a lot quicker. I thought it was really great. It was. It was really, really good. I, just like you, I finished it yesterday. So yeah. uh, we're all, it's funny, in this house, we're all looking at each other. What do we do? Do we find something new or do we rest there for about no a week? There is no new. Everyone says that Shit's Creek's supposed to be pretty good. Now, That's I have no a funny idea show. Yeah. what it's about or even what channel it's on. It's not a Netflix. Netflix. It is a Netflix thing. Uh-huh. I thought it was on a regular uh, channel. No, you're good. Okay. Then we'll we'll watch that one next. It's probably going to be it because everyone has said good things about that. Everyone, Every time we say this, though, people always send me their list uh. of what to watch. And a lot of them, no offense, but I like stuff that either is really funny or yeah. is I can't figure out what what would you do next. Kind Did of you ever deal. watch? Here might be one, but I don't know where you and I come in on this. The other one that I've heard, and maybe it's a little too close to what we just finished, but I've heard insanely good reviews about Narcos. Yeah, I've seen that. Have you seen the whole thing? And so, no, I watched the first two series, two seasons. But it's subtitles. I them, yeah, I watched them with Jake, and so when, once Jake passed, I just stopped watching. How did you guys like it with the it, subtitles? It was, fine. It, was, it was fine. it was fine. I mean, you just start to get into it and you have no problem. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's just, it's like, for me, Dave, you go through the same thing when you finish a really good book. Yeah. You put the book down, then you're like, God damn, these characters have been such a part of what I was doing for the last couple of weeks. Like, where'd they go? Like, what happened? Um. Let's get into the story of the week. Because I find this incredibly interesting and I'm learning more and more things that make this really, really interesting. Um, Scott Kaplan has been all over social media for a couple of days talking about the possible return of 1090. And it's a really interesting time to look at it. You go, well... With everybody sitting home and Eric Garcetti saying no live sports until 2021, why would it make sense? And I'll tell you exactly why it will make sense. And the thing is, a lot of you are not going to like what I have to say. But I'll tell you this, (laughs) when you've done, been in the industry for 28 years, then I'll listen to what you have to say. What you will not like to hear is if they bring 1090 back as a business, it can be really, really successful. Yeah. In my opinion, it is not a toy for you, the listener. If you want to go along for the ride, great. But here's 
what I believe they can do, and I think they will do, if they bring it back. Somebody said to me today, ah, do you need another San Diego sports station? No. You don't. What you need is a Southern California sports station. You have to take that 1090 and the advantage of a 50,000-watt stick and look at the fact that there is no live sports radio in Orange County and very limited, decent sports radio in Los Angeles. And you have to look at it and say, the money to be made is in the L.A. market. They're the number two media market. San Diego is 17. We have to think big. We have to go after the L.A. market. We have to go after Orange County, and we can take San Diego at the same time. But San Diego is not the top priority. The money to be made starts as far north as that stick will reach, and then we start dragging the rake south. That means you talk Lakers better than anybody. You talk Dodgers better than anybody. Kings, you go NHL, they're putting 17,000 in that building every night. You talk the Kings, you talk USC, you talk UCLA, you talk the Angels better than KLAA, and it's not too hard to talk the Padres better than anybody in town. But fuck Dale Lindsay. You never talk USD football. What about J.D. Wicker? You never talk to J.D. Wicker. You don't. You never talk to the guy from the Seals. You never talk to the guy from the Gulls. None of that shit moves the needle. You think big, you go big. Then, this is the second move, Dave. What I would do if I was 1090 coming back, Intercom is hemorrhaging money. How can that be? They What nobody knew, because it happened while everybody was quarantined and at home and worried about our own back, 97.3... KSON, Kixie, and the rest of those stations. Sunny. Sunny. They eliminated a ton of positions on the third, going on two weeks ago. Part-time people, marketing people, promotions people, a lot of long-time people are gone. Pay cuts are being asked. David Field, the CEO, said, I'm taking a 30% cut. Well, he makes $4 million, so wow. he's probably doing okay. You think he got his check today? I don't know. But there were a lot of guys that sold in this town for a long time that could probably be had. And radio people that listen to this will know the names. I'd go call Steve Verissimo. I'd call Rich Elrod. I'd call Spence Holt. I'd call every guy that made money, and I would offer them a very aggressive commission package to be part of what you're launching on 1090 and say, guys, for the first time, we want you going into Orange County. We want you going into L.A. This is the book. This is the pay structure. But all of a sudden, if 1090 came back, Dave, and they were a Southern California station and didn't have the barricade of thinking that we can't cover anything north of the 78 changes the whole ball game. Because there's really only one pro team in this town, and it's the Padres. Right. And that's it. So And they won't n- pay Dan Williams back. And, and so <laughs> So here's what's kind of interesting, as it's taken almost twenty years to figure this out. When six ninety had the big giant stick. Yep. And they also owned eleven fifty, J Core yeah. did. 
they said, well, shit, 690 is taken away from our advertising dollars because 690 can be heard right in L.A. The problem is we only charge San Diego rates. Yeah. So we can charge L.A. rates and put everything on 1150, including the Dodgers. And there's, no one could hear 1150. You could park your car right, right in the parking lot and wrap it in tinfoil. You couldn't hear that station. So it bombed. Everything bombed. The j yeah. touch and it turned into. And you lost that stick. Yeah. <clears throat> you, you lost everything. So they were so dumb to let it go. So here we are almost 20 years later, and 1090 has a chance to make up for a giant mistake. And you have a chance to say, this is what they should have done 20 years ago. It's different ownership, by the way, different group altogether. Yeah. But I'm just saying, there are two major sticks, and that's 690 and 1090. Mm-hmm. So you go, okay, 1090 does exactly what you said. They sit there and they focus on the advertising in Los Angeles. You have the rates because you, you, they can say what they want. That, that The San Diego book's the one that they will register in. I have a feeling they're going to start registering in the L.A. book. Oh, yeah. Because just like KFI, you'll see here, yeah, it will be the same damn thing. The deal is, and, and the audience doesn't care. I mean, sometimes you'll update them on, on ratings, but they don't know. Nobody sees no. them. Even guys in radio don't see the ratings. Yeah. You know, anyone who, who does a show never gets to see the ratings. Only the management guys see the ratings. So it doesn't matter. The way it works is, and even when it was 690, and I started at 690 26 years ago. Yeah. It wasn't the top-rated station, but it was the number one money-making station. Correct. And which would you rather have? The, be number, the number it's one all rate? about the money. Exactly. Everything's about money. Right. So when you had the Chargers at that time, when you had Bobby Ross and those guys, they were making a ton of fucking money. Yeah. And this is 1090's chance to make a ton of money if they come back. Now, again, as you said, I, I listened to Scott's podcast today because mm-hmm. I wanted to hear what he was going to talk about it. Kind of said a lot of the same things you said. Did he? Okay, I did not. No, no, hear I know him you did. I know you didn't. Yeah, I, but but I wanted to to flip in, basically saying, look, people in San Diego might get offended that you might hear some Dodger talk, but you're the way I look at it is you can't look at it that way. When six ninety right. was successful, and if we have sports fans in this town that have listened for years, to me nothing was better than when you had Raider fans and Charger fans fucking All going the time. at it. And if you play this right and you have Dodger fans and you have the Angels and you have the Padres and you have a battle of fan bases, yeah, it's fucking great. And right. and one thing Scott said, which I, which I thought was interesting, something that you and I do on this show a lot, mm-hmm. maybe more than people even like, he said, not so much sports even, yeah. talk radio. Yes. Meaning, hey, you know what? If, if there's something Jeff and I want to play, stay or goes, like you on this show. You want to talk about Ozark. Ozark. That kind of, when he said that, I was like, man, that's pretty interesting because that's what you and I have done on our show uh-huh. where slow sports day, sometimes we don't get to sports at all. It's what the machine or what? What the <laughs> fuck was that thing? What was it going to be it called? Was the machine. That's what they wanted to be, and in theory, it was pretty good. And if you listen right now during the coronavirus, that's what Steve Woods is trying to do right now. Is it? I'm he, never in no, the car. Uh, yeah. No, I understand. Unfortunately for Steve and all those, I am curious though, honestly, to see what radio ratings are this last month because yeah. things will be all up and down all over the place because, as you said, nobody's in the car. Well, I'll tell you the other thing. Look, I don't know what deals are, but if you do it right, when's Woods deal up? Yeah. Hey, Steve, you want to come over and talk music again? You want to come over and uh, talk movies and be back on 1090? When's Darren's deal up? Yeah. Hey, Darren, you want to come back? You want to be part of 1090? You want to open it up and and do everything? I don't know. You know what's funny is... Just thinking, let's say you're one of those guys that's, whose contract runs out around now. I don't know mm-hmm. where the contracts are. I know when we were at 1360, our contracts expired like around July or August, mm-hmm. something like that. 
if you used it to your advantage of saying one way or another, going, look, I'm happy where I'm at, but they might not know I'm 100% that I'm not talking to 1090. And you you play both sides. You've opened. And you get your raise where you want to go, whether you want to go to the new station or stay where you're at and, and, and use it as leverage. It's a great time to be up for a contract. Yeah. Uh, I go get Frank Anthony and Tom Howell to do production because they're the best. And you start putting it together yeah. and say, okay, well, what do we need? I'll tell you one thing you don't need is a fucking consultant. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Right? Yes. I think um, you there's know, so look- much dead weight yeah. in these buildings. Sales managers are dead weight. Who the fuck? Go get uh, Greg Todoroff. Remember that fucking guy? Closer. Yeah. And make everybody your own sales manager. Everybody is your own guy. Just give everybody a fucking region, Dave, and turn them loose. You know, uh, listening to to Scott, because we heard Scott, it was about a year ago, where he was trying to do it himself. Yeah. And I thought it was going to happen with the way he was talking. He sounds he very... Sure tried. He tried. But this time, it's not him that's doing it. It sounds like... Correct. Someone else that uh, has has a little bit more pull than Scott. It's not a shot at Scott. Scott busted his ass trying to make it happen. He said it's a guy yesterday. I watched his clip yesterday. He said it's a guy in Carlsbad. Okay. Good deal. And so, the guy on 1090 yeah. keeps tweeting out that they're going. My guess is Scott's going. Like, he sounds like he's ready to go. Well, like, like he, he won't say for sure he's going, mm-hmm. but it sounds like, hey, the, you know, he, he has a lot of things out. I think Scott's going to end up back on there at 1090. Well, I think they're going to think big. And it's the one thing. And like I said, look, man, if you get asked at any of those stations, and I look at that intercom whole chain, right? Yeah. Sonny was doing great in the morning. AJ and Sarah were doing great, and they got fucking whacked. Okay. Kason, they're the only country station. They're doing great. Yeah. Uh, 97.3 has done great. Tony and Chris. Ben and Steve, but if Entercom is, the report was in Inside Radio today that people across the board, and really if you're making 50 grand or more, they're asking you to take a pay cut. That's crazy. What does that do for morale? Yeah. And so now could be a really, really interesting time for whatever they're trying to build at 1090 because I guarantee you one thing, the minute you tell somebody who's winning that they have to take a pay cut, their loyalty goes right out the door. Yeah, of course. They're like, you can jerk me off behind the drive-in. Fuck you. I'm out of here. Good luck. You can put fucking Rich Herrera on all day. Did he take a pay cut? He got blown out. What? Are you serious? Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, I never like seeing anybody get fired, even though it happened to us about five times. Yeah, you don't like it then either. No, the only guy who was classy was Dave Rickards. And I appreciate him. <laughs> I didn't hear fucking Wood say anything on 94.9. He was too busy trying to sing with Cheryl Crow. You see that video the other <laughs> no, day? No, I did not. Who the fuck? What was Kentori doing? Why didn't Kentori rein him in? <laughs> hey, this is not a good idea. <laughs> what was he singing? Uh, All I want to do is have some fun? Yes. That's <laughs> it. I'm going to block his number on my phone. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Um, but if you look at it like what we talked about, and it's a little bit what Scott talked about when he was down here. I mean, it's not different. Yeah. Dave, KLAC sucks. 
570 sucks. Yeah. They are not good. Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete. Sorry, man. I'm not a Petros and Money fan. To me, I look at 570 and I go, they are primed for the picket. Then you look at 710 in L.A. That Keyshawn and Travis Rogers show is terrible. George Sedano does a good show. I like George. Uh, then you go to Will Kane, very boring. And uh, Mason Ireland are great. And and what the fuck are they doing at 830? Roger Lodge? He's I don't still know. Doing is he still on? Eight? Yeah, he's still there. <laughs> I can't believe 830 is still going. 830 is found a million ways to fuck that up. So you look at it from a business plan, and again, it's number two media market versus yeah. number 17. Sorry that you're not going to get your opportunity to win tickets to the Seals game. Do that somewhere, unless they're buying. But even if they're buying, you're like, dude, I can't do it. I got to think big, man. I'm sorry. I got to think big. And I'm sorry it would be great to have uh, Andre Richard <laughs> to talk about the Gulls opener against the Stockton Steamers. But that shit's not going to happen either. Sorry. I love Willie O'Ree. Nobody better than LaMesa's own Willie O'Ree. What an amazing man. But if Willie O'Ree's coming on, he's talking about being the Jackie Robinson of the NHL and his incredible impact uh, on Southern California, on the NHL. Yes. Not talking goals. Sorry, it doesn't move the needle. You do Laker talk better than anybody. You do Dodger talk better than anybody, right? Yes. USC and UCLA, you think big. Angels, man, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani. The reason I think it honestly works, right now, anyone who's listening is a diehard San Diego only fan has it in yeah. their mind of fuck L.A. all the time. That's why it would work. Because as much as you want to say fuck L.A., yeah. you're going to want to say, I need to be heard. Yeah. I want to sit there and tell you why the Chargers suck. I want to tell you why the fucking Dodgers suck. I want to sit there and share my, my hatred towards them. Where in, t- where in turn, someone in L.A. will hear you and fucking fire right back, and it, it would be sports well, radio at its best. You just said something that we hadn't really touched on, and I guess this would be up to the individual shows, but I think you're onto something. What used to make 690 great was the involvement of the callers. Yes. That's where you learned. That's where you met Pete and Point Loma. That's where you met the mayor. That's true. The mayor. And you that's where Vera came from. Old school sports talk radio. Yep. Old school. Put those fucking phones on. Yep. I really don't need to hear Austin Hedges wondering if he's going to play a careless whisper. God damn it. <laughs> I love Paul. I don't need to know what Paul and Megan are doing to pass the time during the quarantine. God damn it. Please. We have three hours. Please. Can't we do something? Uh, fuck. Turn the goddamn phones up and find the mayor. That's it. Turn them loose. Where's Blind Eric? Is he still on a fucking bus? Yeah, where is Blind Eric? Trying to get to Nate now before they close? Yeah, man. Blind Eric. Go old school. Who's uh? What was the fucking name of that, that Italian restaurant in Long Beach that Big Joe used to go to all the time? Phil Trainies? <laughs> God damn! Just bring them on for the hell of it for free. You guys get free spots. Phil <laughs> training. 
<laughs> I fucking. It reminded me so much of like I have no idea what the fucking happened at Phil's. I was there one time. What I, about Frank Metarocki? Can we get a fucking oh limo? God. I had a. I met Joe one time. Big for, Joe. For Big Joe, Joe McDonald for dinner at dude. Phil Trainees, and it it reminded me of a scene out of fucking Goodfellas. Like I was like, what the fuck's going on here? They did so fucking Pete and Point Loma being a dick the other day. <laughs> runs a twitter poll and he said which old time san diego announcer do you miss the most and he put rod page bill balanced shotgun tom and kaplan why would he put kaplan on there because he's fucking with them it's all like guys that haven't been heard in 20 years I found it incredibly funny. I don't know what his axe is to grind with Scott. And Scott would have found it funny, too. That's the problem. Like, you got to understand. You got to fucking know that kid. He, dude, nothing. Scott's not just going to lock his bedroom door and go, no, I'm not coming out today. He would have looked at that. The only guy would have loved it more than Kaplan is Hartman. Oh, yeah. Hartman would have loved that movie. Yeah. But. Even Hartman will tell you, though, when people ask Steve about radio. They yeah. always bring up the old callers they used to call in. Boston Donna, all these people. Yes. And go, hey, have you heard from... People always want to know, what happened to these people? If you're making a run at a Southern... Let me ask you this, Dave. Yeah. Let me ask you this. You play Ned Coletti right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you're doing a Southern California station, a 50,000-watt blowtorch, yeah. do you make a run at Hartman? That's funny you say that. I, that's interesting. Yeah, I would. I would make a run at Hartman. For middays? I would, for middays. And the thing is, the reason I think Steve wouldn't take that job is because I know he still does the Fox Sports stuff on the weekends. That would Depends be out. Depends on what he's making money was. That's uh, that's true. But yeah, you you would have to because Steve has those connections from L.A. to San Diego for almost 30 years. Gives you credibility. Yep. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Doesn't matter. He's sticking with. He, he he doesn't know who he works with anyway. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't know who's there. I mean, Michael Cooper could walk in, or or Ornberger could walk in. He doesn't even know so who's sitting next to him. He just talks over whoever's there anyway. Yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's it. But he would be, he'd be your guy, right? I think I think it would be smart. Honestly, I do. And now. It's funny. I don't know when the hell this 1090 thing would happen, but Steve, if he's contracts are the same as they used to be, he's not. Contract wouldn't expire till July or August anyway. Well, I looked at the calendar today because yeah. I was curious, kind of looking ahead. June 1st is a Monday. Okay. Could he? Pretty quick. You'd have to be. I mean, you really want to have your ducks in a row, yeah. right? Could you get, I mean, it's April 15th. That's six weeks out, but you have nobody hired. To the best of my knowledge. Yeah. So trying to put production together, trying to put a traffic log together, which means having commercials, you got to figure out the PSAs because you have to run those from Mexico. Yep. Right? You have to have some money in place, right? You can't just turn the lights on and expect people to come and be ready to go on a handshake deal. Like, you got to have some deals. Can you do it by June 1st, or would you be smarter, especially right now, Dave, is everything's been extended out. The, I mean, in California, we're, we're guaranteed we're not going anywhere for at least another month. i tell you why I think it could work June 1st is 
God dang, I don't know what they're what. I mean, you got to think of you're, you're you're making it sound like they're six you're six weeks out, but they don't have anybody in place as far as we know. Six weeks goes quick. So, I tell you why it would work, especially if you listen to the way Kaplan said it. He said it would be talk. It wouldn't be strictly politics. It wouldn't be strictly sports. It wouldn't be strictly mm-hmm. anything. It's talk, and now's the perfect time to jump on if it's a talk station where you go, depending on the move. We're, we're talking Ozark today. We're talking, yeah. you know, you ever been shot, you know, tell yeah. your story. Any Anything we used to pull at 103.7, those kind of shows, mm-hmm. and then you mix them in with sports, but you got to jump on everybody because everyone is trying to still stay sports, but they can't. No. Just do, if, if you, me, Woods, Walchef, Costa, Right? Yeah. Go out to dinner. Talk a little sport. But you're talking everything, yeah. right? Like, you're talking... Fuck, dude. I'd put a fucking lawyer on for 20 minutes. Or not even 20 minutes. Five minutes. Ten minutes. Put a fucking lawyer on and be like, can we fucking sue Ticketmaster? Because Ticketmaster says now that they're not going to give any refunds. And where the fuck do the pods fall in that? Right? Yeah. Like, dude, Sorry. And uh, sorry that you're my team and we're supposed to have loyalty to you. You're holding on to fucking 150 bucks of mine. You're that friend. You know what the bookie says? My bookie said, actually, my friend's bookie, wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) What? He said, fast pay makes fast friends. Yes, I've heard this for years. Fast pay makes fast friends, Ron. When we go in to 7 8 liquor and we put that Budweiser on the fucking counter, we don't say, hey, you know what? We'll pay you for this in July. We pay you right now. Get the hint. Fuck. I'm laughing because you said, who was going out? You, me, Woods, and Costa? And, and Walchef. And Walchef. Number one. We never talk a little bit of sports. We just talk about all the motherfuckers that drive us crazy. Right. That's what we do. Right. Except Sean won't, doesn't trash anybody. He just stays quiet. Yeah. All of us have a lot to say. And then we try to guess (laughs) what retired adult film stars are doing right now. Exactly. Where are they? Where where are they? Um, But yeah, that would be the thing. Put a lawyer on. Hey, can we fucking sue Ticketmaster? What do we do with the pods? Like... Where's our money, right? I don't know. You put that shit on and we go figure it out. That is funny. But you go big, man. That is funny. Oh, my gosh. We'll see. But I'm cheering for those guys because, sorry, man, 1360 is so stagnant. It's so dull. They got nothing right now. They got nothing. They got nothing. And I can't. I don't hear Coach and I don't hear Gwen and Chris. And unfortunately, I'm not in the car anymore right now in the morning for the commute up, so I don't hear anything from Steve and Ben. But I get in the car for a little bit, Dave, in the afternoon, and then I come down here, and I got to be honest, I go to Stern. Yeah. Because Stern has been amazing. He has been really good. He had Tom Brady last week. Yesterday, Paul McCartney was fucking great. Andrew Cuomo was great. Andrew Cuomo was great. Yep. Yes. And you go, okay, that's what I need. Yeah. impactful radio not goddamn i need something to get me to 10 o'clock bring larry the plumber in here and tell me you know how i can make balloon animals out of rubber gloves because that's what the fuck they're doing on <laughs> 97.3 when i hear it 
and on uh, 1360. All right, let me ask you a couple sports things I want to throw at you just to get your opinion on what you think. Mm-hmm. Speaking, as, as you said just a second ago in passing, they're talking about pushing sporting events back. There's a lot mm-hmm. of talk that college football could be played in the spring wow. and not be played in the fall. Also wow. hearing the same thing, that could happen in high school football too. Wow. That high school football could happen in the spring instead of the fall. What do you think of those ideas? Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. Okay, but I mean, let, but but let's say okay. Here are your choices. I'm gonna give you two choices because there's two uh-huh. things I heard today. I know you don't have time to to watch this stuff during the day. Two choices were you play only league games for college football and you play in the fall. Okay, all right. You cut out on what they want to do is they want to yeah. cut out on traveling because schools lost so much money. Okay, so you only play league games. So for some, let's say eight game season instead of eleven or twelve game season. Mm-hmm. And you play that in the fall, or you play a full schedule in the spring. And the and what I'm saying is, when I heard that, I would go, well, that's interesting. I would like to see a season, because they feel bad for any kid that loses time. Yeah. And they got to get ready for the draft. But then you, you just saw the XFL fold. We just spoke mm-hmm. about it two days ago. Yep. They, they always say spring football doesn't work. The NFL runs the fall. They run everything. Yeah. What do you think permanently college football being played in the spring? I wonder, Dave, across the board – Across the board, um, man, I I talk to a lot of people right now, just small business owners, to gauge what they're doing and how they're doing. And the thing that you're hearing more and more from different companies is we've streamlined, we're making money, our profitability is actually higher because we don't have as much yeah. excess. Now, the question is, how does that in turn go to sports? Sports tickets, man. Like, I'm sorry, do you want do you want to watch a game in an empty stadium? Not really. To me, you mean on television? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I'd watch anything right now. I mean, I'm watching guys play horse in their driveway last week. Yeah, but I don't know how many people really. There's something about we just watched it when I came in. When I came in, we've got ESPN yeah. on in the garage. We're watching Kobe's last championship against yeah, the Celtics. Yeah, it's 2010. The fucking building's going crazy, yeah. and the excitement. And and at the end of that game, when they all stream onto the floor. David, it's a championship game in an empty gym. Nobody's yeah. going to give a shit. There's something about the energy of the crowd. So you you rather they just cancel sports altogether without a crowd? If you can't have a crowd, let's just cancel sports. I, I mean, we'll find out. So I'm completely on the other side. I just want to see something. I just want to be able to turn the TV on, and I'm tired of watching the 79 Pirates or the yeah. fucking Red Sox. I'm just... Yeah. Dude, I just want to see a new game. Something that matters that I don't know the outcome. But it's going to be... I mean, we'll see how they present it. I told you my kid is a huge WWE fan. Yeah. Loves it, right? We were trying to watch the other night, and the whole, that whole theatrics of that is watching the guys play off the crowd. Exactly. You shut your mouth. Yeah. Shut up down there, fatty. And now they, they don't have anybody to that play That looks off ridiculous. Of. Yeah, that does look weird. Because they still act like there's a crowd there, but there's yeah. no crowd there. Yeah. That's bizarre. Well, and then, I mean, they have they fired about 30 big-name yeah. performers today. But now Dana White's going to start doing live shows May 9th yeah. in Vegas because he's getting the approval. So, I don't know, Dave. I don't know. But to me, 
Um, one of the days coming up, I just was looking ahead for some show. It might be Saturday or in the next couple of days. Man, they're replaying game one of the 98 World Series. I saw really? that on Fox 5. I think it's this weekend. And you watch that, but it's the energy of playing at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. It's Tony Gwynn. It's Kevin Brown. It's all those guys at Yankee Stadium. And it's just not the same with an empty building. No, now, it's, it, I, it, it, it isn't going to be the same, but it's better than nothing. That's yeah, why I feel. I, As a sports fan, like I know on, on my watch, it says Dodgers are supposed to be hosting the Cardinals right now. Mm -hmm. That's what it says when I look at my watch. And I'm like, dude, I'd love to see anything right now. I mean, we, yeah. Mike Trout just showed up on our screen a second yeah. ago. I'd love to see the guys that we've rooted for. I'd love to see Mookie Betts. I'd love to see Machado oh, and yeah, Tatis again. Fucked. I'd love to see any of those guys. I just would like to see baseball right now. And the, the way it, it's interesting because we've all heard about the Arizona thing. You brought this up the other day. I thought it was funny the way it kind of worked out. You brought it up about what do you play? Yeah. Remember, you asked the question, and I yeah. said, you said, if you're Greg Garcia, what do you play? I said, mm -hmm. if I'm Greg Garcia, I'm definitely fucking playing. Well, then you see Kershaw come out and say, no way I'm playing. I'm, oh. not, I'm not playing. Really? And then I'm like, well, you know what? Kershaw, fuck you. Fuck you. Last time we saw you, asshole, you were a meme, and people driving over your fucking jersey in the parking lot. Oh. When they win a World Series, you don't get a ring, cocksucker. You don't get a, and you don't get paid. You don't get $35 million. You don't show up. You nope. don't fucking, you don't, we aren't going to see you. But I'm like, okay, well, Kershaw has the few money we talked about. But then mm -hmm. I start thinking, and tell me if I'm crazy on this one. Everybody's a little bit out of sorts, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're stuck Everybody. at home. If you have kids, your kids can't see your friends. It, right. it, it sucks, man. It really sucks to be a kid right now. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, fucking Ted Williams missed five years of his career to serve yeah. this country. Yeah. We aren't asking you to leave the United States. No one's going to shoot at you. No. We just want you to play fucking baseball. Yeah. And he goes, I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not leaving my family. Mike Trout says, well, if I leave to watch my child being born, am I going to be quarantined for two weeks before I can play again? Oh, you know, shit. It's a great so question. So he's asking questions like that. Kershaw straight out goes, oh, fucking, I want nothing to do with it. At the same time, in that heat in Arizona and everything, we know what happens in spring training. Yeah. How many home run records do they fucking God break? damn, right? You know, I mean, okay. it, it would be insane. I have an actual question for you. And again, I always wonder, I don't know if anybody else has brought this up. If I'd heard it, I always give credit where I heard it. But I was out today. You go to CVS or you got to run, get a couple of different things. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to get a mask. And now I have one, right? Do you yeah. have one? You have the bandana. I, I use the bandana. Or whatever. Yeah. How many masks did you buy? Um, actually my ex-wife got me one. Okay. So my kids have one. She Is it has... like the surgical kind of mask with yeah. the rubber band? Okay. No, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, like a foam. Okay. But, it, it but it, is it the white one? Yeah. Okay. And that one you're supposed to, so you cleaning it every day like they tell you, or you just say, fuck it. It's just me. So I'm going to keep blowing in this thing. Well, I'm not, I'm only wearing it. What I'm doing is because I heard somebody say this and I, it really kind of hit home. I hadn't been wearing it. But when somebody says, hey, man, it could be living on you and you don't even know it. Yeah. Do it out of respect for your neighbors. I go, fuck, that's all I need to hear. Yeah. So the only time when I'm wearing it is if you go into uh, CVS or something like that. So it's not too bad. Yeah. I'm not in stores very much. But Dave, what about a player now? Do they play the games with the mask on? With the mask on. That'd be interesting. 
And you could fucking put your team logo yeah. on it, right? You yeah. could put a Nike swoosh on it, right? You could put hundred uh, percent. You could put Deja Vu's yeah. logo on it. You could make some money. Yeah, Jim McMahon would. Yeah, <laughs> but do you have? Are the players wearing the mask? That's funny. Okay, I was thinking about this tonight before you came in. I'm thinking baseball's one of those games where it's not it's not football where you're touching each other. Uh huh. You could get your with the size of those dugouts. You could get your your six feet apart, and guys, the mm-hmm. only people that really are in danger would be the batter, the catcher, the umpire, yeah. right? As far as closeness goes, first base and, though, runner for, for a fucking second takes his lead. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you, but takes. they throw out new they put new baseballs in all the right. time. The whole deal. Hey, get away from high fiving. You know, fuck. Yeah. That's it. Get away from all the bullshit. But um, to me, baseball seems a lot easier to bring back than basketball or football. And and to, if you could go, but yeah, you're probably right. Some guys will probably say I'm playing with a mask, especially if you're getting paid to keep a Nike swoosh on it. You know who the happiest guy out of all of this is? Jose Altuve. Nobody's ever going to pull on his jersey again. <laughs> Six feet. Six feet. He's fucking going to have about you're nine right. buzzers. Yeah. Five nope. ear pieces. Nobody to boo those motherfuckers. Right. Yep. The goddamn robots like they have in Taiwan. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I mean, it everything changes. It does. I, I thought, Dave, you alluded to Cuomo, who was on Stern the other day, and I thought he was great. Yeah, he was. And he said, you know when everything will go back to normal? When we have a vaccine. And when you have a vaccine and you have the opportunity to go in and get a shot, yep. and you said, okay, you're good to go. And he goes, well, that's 12 to 18 months. How can that be? I was I heard two months ago or a month ago where uh, they said we're very close to a, a vaccine. Yeah, well, you know what? Where the fuck's Jerry Lewis? If that happens, I want fucking Jerry Lewis brought up on charges. Because that fucking guy played the timpani with Casey Kasem, right? Raised about 98 fucking billion yeah. dollars for the MDA. Had Fred Travelina and everybody Charo coming out. And all of a sudden, we get a fucking vaccine in six weeks? Huh? <laughs> Charo, dude, what the fuck? Right? They're all out? Tony Orlando? Okay, but we can't get this fucking fixed? Yeah, when, what happened? When, I, uh, when Charo would come on the love boat, would you stay around? Mm-hmm. She had big tits. Yeah, she did. And they bounced. Captain Steubing loved her. He did. <laughs> dude, I know you don't aren't watching... A lot of the stuff on TV because you're working during the day. But yeah. uh, do you see Kellyanne Conway today? No, she do. She steps up, and I'm like, how the fuck did she get a mic? You know, she steps yeah. up. This is ridiculous. She said, "We're, we're going to blame." What made the, her mad? Oh, we're blaming the W W H O. Okay, and okay. she goes, "This is COVID nineteen, people. This isn't COVID one." And they're like, Kellyanne, the nineteen stands for 2019 when this shit came out. Oh. It's, it's not that we've been through nineteen of these. Now, I heard that it was because we've been through 18 previous No, it's for the year. It's, okay. for, it's for the year. Oh, and okay. I'm just like, that's why you don't have a mic. Just sit, ah, just sit down. I do love the fact that her husband fucking goes after her boss nonstop. I think it's all bullshit. Do you? Yeah, 100%. What do you mean? If you went after your wife on social media once. Dude, if it was, if it was Ozark, he'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be done. <laughs> You'd be in the fucking river. No, I would never go after my wife's boss. And it's they, insane. And they go at, they do it all the time. I think it, it's all bullshit. It's crazy. Yeah, I think that whole thing's bullshit. Oh, my God, dude. It's nuts. 
Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right, we got a lot to get to on how old are they, how much they're worth. Also, I got some stay or goes that I love this game that, that you brought okay. in. I know you used it from, from Stern, but fuck, it's fantastic. I, I, every day I think of ones that I add to this list. So All right. I love seeing uh, your reaction. First, I want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams is the guy to help you right now mm. through your financial situation. Again, some of you got a $1,200 stimulus mm-hmm. check. You don't know what to do with it. Some of you don't need it the way other people need it. Maybe it's just $1,200 to say, hey, maybe I, I should invest it. Should I throw up my checking, my savings? Should I buy a stock? What should I do with this money? Dan Williams can answer all your money questions, but he does want to help you get out of the rental market. He wants to help you buy a house. Make sure you give our good friend Dan Williams a call. He's the best guy to talk to at 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. I will tell you, I did get the 1200 today, and what that allowed me to do was zero out every credit card I have. So I had a Chase card. I don't want to hear your shit next month, all right? Stop, <laughs> stop using the card. I had a Chase. No, you know what? I'll tell you, it's funny. Talk to Dan about this today. I had a Chase card that I paid off last month. Yeah. Then I had a Cap One card, and I had uh, some money on a Best Buy card from Christmas, but it was interest-free to January. There was no problem paying that off, but I took it today and literally zeroed out. Everything is zero. And the first guy I texted was Dan to say, hey, man, I appreciate you. And, oh, by the way, (laughs) Dave, along those same lines, I will never again find myself in that situation Because even though as each purchase was being made, I knew in the back of my head, hey, I'm going to be able to do this. Yeah. It's just going to take longer than I'm used to. I fucking hated it every step of the way. And I told you, I have a chase card. That chase card's up on a bookshelf. It's tucked away. The cap one card I'll keep in my wallet, but I'll only use that if you have to. If I can't afford to pay cash for it now, then I don't need it. There you go. And that's what I said to Dan, because now, as we sit here on April 15th, tax night, I still have a car payment, but that's manageable. Um, But everything else is zeroed out. And now it's all about building what Dan talked about, yeah. building cash flow, having that cash available. Does it mean you change out your car? Maybe. Or is it more importantly, as you start looking ahead to 2021, and having cash available for a down payment on a house or yeah. a condo. So that was the key. So I just I've taken you all on the on the path. I've talked about it that in December, fuck, Luke Combs and Tim McGraw, that's gonna get fucking canceled. That's another four hundred that I've fucking paid out. Fuck you, Ticketmaster. In case I didn't hear me earlier, I'll invite you to jerk me off behind the drive in. <laughs> Fuckers. But Everything tonight is zeroed out. I went through and checked them just to double check them. Zero, zero, good. zero. You still have money in the bank, which is good. But that's the thing. And so um, call Dan, 858-688-6813, because your plan may be different than mine. But I just, as he said today, man, he goes, God, that's great, right? And good. you go, yeah. And you just look ahead and you go, well, fuck, we're not leaving the house for another nine months. So start tucking every dime away while you have the opportunity and get ready for what could be a really exciting, for a lot of us, 2021, but we got to start planning today. It's crazy to think it, but you go, shit, man, two weeks, we're already into May. 
Absolutely. Right now, again, if you're sitting there and you're trying to save some money up or you're in a situation where you aren't struggling big time during what's happened with this coronavirus, Brian Kerr is your guy. Brian yeah. Kerr right now is still working. Brian sent, sent me emails today showing me houses over and over again. He's still working. His office is still open. He can help you out. Right now, he will tell you what to do if you're selling. He'll tell you what to do if you're buying. Maybe how long you should wait. Is that market going to start to drop a little bit? Brian Curry has the answers to all your questions. Your dream house is right around the corner, whether you're looking for a bigger one or a smaller house or maybe just a first-time buyer. Again, Brian Curry is your guy at 619-251-1588. Dave, I I texted him the other day and kind of gave him a heads up of what's going on. Yeah. And that's the thing for all of you, why they kind of work together is now like I'm tempted where you go, Hey, I should just cancel out that chase card. Well, no, I don't have to do that. Leave it open. Just don't spend anything because it keeps your credit strong because when I'm ready to go and that credit score is right around 800 and you don't have any lingering debt and you have cash in the bank, man, Brian and I are going to have a lot of different opportunities where to go in a neighborhood where I want to go, whether that's La Mesa or downtown or South Park, wherever, man, you can go and look. And that's why you need a guy like Brian on your side, because you have done your part. Hopefully you've done what I've done, which is eliminate the credit card debt, put some money away for a down payment, improve that credit score. And now you say, okay, Brian, I'm going to flip you the keys to the car Take me to my dream house. Nobody better than the guy who's done it for 20 years, Brian Curry. Takes a beautiful El Cajon. Fuck yeah. Right there. Right on Main Street. Right by the fucking uh, courthouse. Because when those chicks get out, they're going to look to party. And guess who's going to be waiting? Me and my friend Jim Beam. (laughs) Get them fucked up. (laughs) And get them drunk, too. If you ever get back in your office, you got to uh-huh. put on your screensaver just a skyline of downtown El Cajon. Yeah. Just that one brown building. That's it. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my ex-wife like, works there. <laughs> like, I go, San Diego or Seattle or New York. It's the former jail. Dude, it's ridiculous. It's like, how the hell? I've been in San Diego such a long time. How's El Cajon not improved? Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, that's a former jail. Like I said, like we've worked in some shitty places, but yeah. none of them used to be a jail. Yeah. And we were by there the other night. My son goes, hey, I wonder if anybody ever died in mom's office. <laughs> I go, well, you mean like currently or when it was a jail? No, in a jail. I wonder if anybody ever got murdered in there. Like, what is going through your yeah. sick little mind? Take it easy, Jonah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Jonah. <laughs> you sick bastard. <laughs> Buddy died. Put the gun down. Also, Taylor Maypool's Alan Taylor. It's his Hop birthday today. It's his birthday. I figured it out. It's not Amy's. It's Alan's birthday today. Wishing him a happy birthday. But Taylor Maypool's right did now. Did you text him today? I did. I left him. I didn't text him. I wrote him on Facebook. Um, but but Alan, again, just, just just a great guy. One of the Again, every one of these guys. I'm proud they're our friends. But, man, yeah. Alan is the best. And, and what he's been through in the last year. And to keep this business going, again, TaylorMade Pools, your dream pool's just around the corner. More than 20 years in San Diego. Overall, great guy. He will show you what everything looks like before he starts building with the 3D virtual tours. Can't ask for a better person to deal with. Alan Taylor, TaylorMade Pools, 619-449-4452, 619 619- 
449-4452. Yeah. Send him a text today. I said, hey, Al, just want to wish you a happy birthday. Appreciate you, brother. Hope you're having a great day. About an hour and a half later, he gets back to me. Thanks, Jeff. Just another day. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah, fucking <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> fucking guy. Still, he's upset about the Leafs? What's his problem? I don't know what his problem is. Uh, but it's his birthday. What a year, man. For for Alan, for Amy, for Gavin. Yeah. I, I just, you got to look for things that that make you happy during trying times. And Gavin's comeback story is the greatest. We told you, yeah. man. We thought we lost him, and and he just celebrated a birthday. He what did. day on Monday? Two, right? two days ago. Do you see that picture of him, Gavin? As we've shared his story, has been learning how to walk again. Yeah, because he lost his right leg. Yeah, he's wearing that shirt with those nurses around him holding him up. Yeah, and I love hot mom <laughs> shirt. That's fucking funny as shit. So great. Um, but yeah, and for Taylor made pools. Yeah, and look. We're all going. Cr- what happened to Seacrest? <laughs> I didn't see what happened. Holy shit! I don't know what happened to that guy. That was weird. Sorry. All of a sudden, I looked up and I was like, "What happened to that guy?" Um, no, I think right now you're not spending any money. You're not going anywhere. So tuck that money aside and throw the ultimate comeback party at your brand new TaylorMade exactly. pool. Yeah, give him a call, Tom, Dave, and Jeff sent you. Exactly. Kyle Fluger's your guy for the perfect website, 619-500-6621. That website for you that you're dreaming about, now's the time to get started. Now's the time to make a little bit of your own money. Figure out, use your brain, and make all your ideas come out and say, you know what, I don't need to be uh, basically a prisoner to a boss. I'm going to start my own business. That website starts everything. 619-500-6621. Today I did my mock draft. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? Ah, fuck, dude. I, I did it, and then I went and looked back at what everyone else has. I'm not even close to what other guys have. But, hell, I guarantee I'll beat Mel Kuyper because I beat him every single year. Mel's a fucking joke. I wow. did it all without possible trades. Mel's terrible. Mel doesn't get four out of 32. He's, he's terrible. Got, he's got Tua going to the Chargers. Dude, you know what's funny, man? I had Tua not going to the Chargers, and then I changed it because it sounds like the Dolphins aren't in on him. Yeah. But um, I would love for, obviously, Tua to go to the Chargers. I just keep thinking Herbert from Oregon sucks. Justin Herbert's going to suck. He, he was terrible, I thought, in the Pac-12. He's not going to be good in the NFL. He's going to the Dolphins. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Kyle Pfluger will make your website look even better than you expected. That's what he did for us, uh, for Jake's Projects. I love the guy who emailed us today. Hey, what's the Jake's Projects coming up? Hey, shithead. Watch the fucking news, okay? You're bugging me. Fuck's that guy thinking? Well, we're going to have beach volleyball. Then we're going to have a gathering at the fair. We're going to be at opening day at the track. We're not doing anything, you fucking <laughs> asshole. Fuck is wrong with people? Hey, just want some updates on when the next Jake's projects are. Oh, yeah, we're going to have tug of war. <laughs> some wrestling. Yeah. You know what's funny as shit? Jeff says it, and you guys are going, wow. Jeff writes this directly to the people. He's not just saying it. Yeah. You write it. It makes me laugh every fucking time. I'm like, what the fuck's the matter with you? Like, are you watching the fucking news, kid? We're not doing shit. Fuck you think we're doing? We have a weenie roast. <laughs> we got to get our ducks in a row, asshole. Yeah, we're working on it. Big snowball fight up at Mount Laguna. Everybody's getting cabins. Fuck off. God, just because you're bored, I'm not. God damn it. Blocked. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what the fuck else? Was, I don't know. That's, Something else. <laughs> so we're good with the conflict. All right, let me knock these out for you. Let's go. April 15th, Emma Watson. 
Emma Watson. Uh, boy, this is uh, an interesting one. I'm going to say 23. Really? 30 years old. No shit. Yeah. I never was into Harry yeah. Potter, but yeah, she seems like she's cool. She's probably worth some dough, Dave. I'm going to say $30 million. $80 million. No shit. Yep. She was always funny on Letterman. She was. All right. Chris Stapleton. Hmm. I think he's younger than I would have thought. Let's say 36. 42. Ah, fuck. How much is he worth? Hey, he writes a lot of songs, man. I'm going to say 25 million. You know what's funny? I would have guessed that too. 12 million. Yeah. I would have guessed a lot more. Okay. All right. I, I pulled from yesterday because the rest of April 15th isn't very big. Okay. Sa- Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, shit. Buffy, huh? Yep. 44. Really close. 43. 43. How much is she worth? Will you nail her? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, she married Freddie Prinze Jr. Yeah. No, wait, no. Did she? She did. Yeah, you're right. Who's was she aged married? terribly. Was yeah. she married to Ryan Phillippe, too? No, that was no. Reese Witherspoon. No. She's only been with him, as far as I know. Uh, Part of the m- tribe. How much I car you- Sir Michelle Geffner. <laughs> I like that. 18 million. Close. 20 million. Okay, that's good. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Uh, fuck. 24. Baker Mayfield's 25. Shit. How much is he worth? 10 million. 12 million dollars. Okay. He, of course, there's a lot more money coming. Yeah. And we'll go last one right here. Anthony Michael Hall. Oh, dude. The fucking greatest. Right? Yeah. The fucking greatest, that kid. He's got to be 53. He is 52. 52. Uh, this is going to bum me out because he should be worth more. He's, he's doing better than you think. Like, is I would have right? thought he was one of those 500,000 guys, but yeah. he's not. He's not. 10 million. Close. Eight. You've done pretty well today. All right. Pretty he, close. He's really fucking funny, that guy, isn't he? Yeah, he is. No, I'm telling you. He's one, when I think the 80s movies, Anthony Michael Hall he jumps in everything. great. Great. Okay. All right. Stay or goes. All okay, right. Let's I'm go. Loving this game. For you people who are listening for the first time, Jeff has to pick. Who gets to stay on that deserted island with him? Who we feed to the sharks and has to hit the water? Yep. I'm going to start off with Priscilla Barnes okay. or Suzanne Summers from Tree's oh, Company. Suzanne Summers stays. Saw her naked in Playboy. Did he? How did she look? Good. She was great. What year was that? Uh, I don't know. Was One it? of those things when Hef would find all those, like he did with Vanna White, right? Yeah. I'm fucking sleazy. Who was that guy's name in uh, Star 80? Oh, yeah. Remember that guy, yeah. Eric Roberts? That's right. Where like the boyfriend had pictures yeah. and he sells them for a yeah. chance to go to the grotto. <laughs> chance to meet Jimmy Kahn. You always drop Jimmy Kahn, dude. <laughs> All right, Kate Jackson, Cheryl Ladd. Oh, fucking Cheryl Ladd stays. I'm Not with you close. on that. All right, this one's going to be maybe a little tougher for you. Okay. Victoria Principal, Jacqueline Smith. Oh, you fucker. I hate your guts. Um, fuck. My, I'm a guy. Ah, I love them both. I know you do. Love them both. Um, I think, man, I think you gotta, your heart says let gamble with Jacqueline Smith, but she hung out with Dennis Cole. Is that right? Um, Victoria principal to me, you go, I, I just think that's, like, uh, like, I think if they were running the Derby, yeah, 
I think Jacqueline Smith is probably two to one. But I think <laughs> but I think Victoria Principal's three to five. Like you're gonna be sad and she's gonna Yeah. Victoria Principal's gonna convince you early you made the right decision. I'm with you. I'm I, not sure Jacqueline Smith is gonna try that hard. She's just gonna be like she's gonna be there, but I think Victoria Principal is gonna reward you for yeah. for calling her. I'm with you. Like Vera did. Yeah, exactly. Jacqueline Smith's the person you marry. Victoria Principal's the one you want to have a good time with, right? Yeah. She had a smoking hot body. Yeah, but you probably marry her too. All right, here's another t- another tough one for you. All right. Kirby Puckett, Tony Gwynn. Uh, I keep Tony Gwynn because I knew him, and he was a fucking reference on my resume. That's true. That's absolutely true. All right, got two more for you. Okay. Gets a little bit tougher. Nick Hunley, Austin Hedges. I keep Nick Hunley. That sack of shit never got a hit when we needed it. So what? Yet he always fucking punished the pods. Yeah, but he didn't fucking celebrate himself every chance he got. <laughs> got to blame Darren for that. Oh, fuck. Darren's the one that gives Austin Hedges the Jesus bloody Christ. ego. Jeff Stryker's like, get a room. <laughs> Last one of the night. Yeah. Stay or goes. Okay. Ben or Judd? Uh, ben goes. Ben goes in a minute. Fucking Judd's a champ. Here's why. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Judd goes because he could surf. Why? Fuck no. Judd's a champ, dude. When we were at 1360, and this is the thing. Yeah. Now, I've known Ben forever. Ben's a great guy. Ben never did the following. When we were at 1360, my family and I, for like eight years, used to go to Monterey yeah. every summer. Judd's mom lives in Carmel. I have... Never met her. Yeah. Used to live in Carmel. She lives with him now. Oh, is that right? Yeah, she lives in Alpine with him. No shit. Oh, good for them. I didn't know that. Um, Judd told me in all sincerity, he said, hey, man, I just want you to know that if things ever get jammed up in Monterey and you're you're kind of hung out to dry, my mom has said her place is open to you. That's awesome. And, dude, that's who... Yeah, we don't talk a lot about Judd on this show just because you and I haven't seen him for a long time. Dude, he is as solid as it fucking gets. Like, he's... Like, the nicest thing I can say about Judd is Judd is legit old-school cool. Yeah. He really is old-school cool. Yeah. Like Ben's he, never offered for you to stay at his mom's house. Fuck, but Wood said their house is great. Now, Steve will say this. Steve told me, I we don't know Ben's parents, but Steve uh, was saying that, and it doesn't shock you, right? Does any part of it? He said Ben's parents are just the nicest people in the world. That doesn't surprise me. But I never yeah. get it. Uh, I always got places to stay in San Diego. Yeah. But that's true. That's what Judd's mom did. I'd never met her. My kids were probably five or six at the time. And Judd said, in all sincerity, hey, if you get, if you get jammed up, and hotel or anything, call there my mom. Go. Dude, I, I'm sorry, man. Stuff like that, I yeah, go Yeah, of fuck. course, you should. Yeah. He's just, he's a throwback, man. Judd's yeah. a throwback, old school, just fucking old school cool. Nothing wrong with that. And he deals with dum-dum all day, and he fucking <laughs> <laughs> demolishes dum-dum. <laughs> um, real quick, how about this? Jay Glazer denies that he started the rumor, but by the time we get back here Sunday night, America's team, the gutty Minnesota Vikings, may acquire Odell Beckham Jr. 
WFAN said it is legit that the Vikes can get Odell Beckham Jr. for a second and a fifth. Okay, it's, okay. so here's what I heard today. Again, I know you don't have a chance to listen or follow what's going on. So at 9 o'clock, Colin Coward started his show with that. Okay. That the Vikings and Odell were about to pull off a deal. And he said the guy who runs Fox Sports is next door neighbors to Odell. Okay. So basically Odell shared the information. He didn't okay. say it directly, but you could tell. While the show went on, he said he received two phone calls from two GMs in the NFL and said that's not happening. He is going to be traded, but it's not going to be to the Vikings. Where's he going? He didn't. He wouldn't share where he's going. My guess, honestly, yeah. I think he ends up with the Rams. Oh, that'd be interesting. Because the Rams always seem to go for these big guys, and they they, they just traded Brandon Cooks away. And they need they need a little star yeah. power going and, into and, that. And he, again, I have no idea. I know he lives in L.A. during the off season. I mean, that doesn't mean shit. But everybody lives in L.A. during the off season. Uh, the thing that I saw today on social media was Odell opening the the box from the Browns. Yeah. And the Browns went old school, man. They don't they didn't change a lot. I had to look but look I love the go. white and the brown that yeah, they went I, back. I they you. went back like Kozar style. You know what they got rid of which I, I thought made him have the worst uniform in football outside what the Buccaneers just got rid of. Yeah. They got rid of the dumb Browns thing on right. the pants. And, but Atlanta and, has yeah. it on there. It, it's it's lame. It's stupid, man. It's like, dude, we know you're the Browns. You don't need to write it on your jersey. It's like when you bought that Sears jersey. Yes. That would yes. say Ra have Rams over the number 11. And you're like, what the fuck's this Ram shit for? But when you saw the first two. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm not a Browns fan. The brown and orange looks terrible. But when you saw <laughs> the white jersey, just the old throwback. Yeah. With the bars on the sleeves, yeah, and the brown with the white, and the white with the brown, you go fuck yeah, there you go, you got it right. See, I saw a thing that came out on social media. We haven't talked about this, where it looked like the Buccaneers were going to go, and I think we talked about it on the show that that the one that had got leaked looked old school, like Tennessee orange and white. Yeah. Well, they didn't do that, but I kind of like the ones they went with. I do right? too. I thought they looked fine. Yeah, the Tampa ones are kind of cool. The Atlanta ones are awful. You don't like the Atlanta ones? No. Yeah, I'm, see, I'm fine with them. I'll tell you what I don't like about the new uniforms. Teams that don't have a history. Yeah. Go back to sometimes an old uniform that they never won in. You yeah. Know, no offense, but that was my problem with the pods and the brown. You never won in the brown. And so I, I sit there and I go, whatever. But in football, I don't understand the gray face mask. Yeah, terrible. The Titans did the same thing. They got these new uniforms and they throw the gray face mask on. You're like, yeah, come on, man. You never fucking won. The Titans have never won jack shit. The Oilers never won jack shit. Yeah. Go as cool as you can go with. I just don't understand. The, I don't understand the Buffalo Bills when they went back to the OJ uniforms when they went to four yeah. Super Bowls in the Jim Kelly uniforms. Yeah. Why? Uh, yeah. You know, the Houston Rockets won back-to-back -back championships and then changed their uniforms like Harlem Globetrotter uniforms. Yeah, well, they had those ridiculous space yeah. guy ones. Yeah. But when do the Chargers release theirs? On the 21st. Really? They're the last team. Everyone else who is going to change their uniforms has changed their uniforms so far. The Chargers do theirs on the 21st. You know they're going to fuck it up. Of course. They're going to fuck it up. <laughs> they're going to go with like a powder blue helmet and fuck it up or something crazy. Dude, if they go powder blue helmet, I will fucking laugh my ass off. Uh, the answer for the Chargers, though, is right in front of their fucking face. They have the best uniform in all the sports if they just go with the one they had. The old AFL. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody loves that fucking uniform. There's nobody that hates that uniform. Dean. Except Dean. Dean hates it. 
Dean hates it because he didn't think of a first. Yeah. That's the only reason. God damn. All right. That's it uh, for everybody. Do the right thing, right? Like we said, continue social distance, right? As I listened to the, right before you walked in, I listened to the end of the last show. Yeah. What did you, he yelled at Encinitas. Stay the fuck away, Encinitas. Dumb fucks. <laughs> Fucking assholes. You arrogant, entitled motherfuckers. None of you grew up there, so fuck off. Right? Because your hedge fund money came in, and all of a sudden you got a Tesla. Oh, my gosh. Fuck off. <laughs> Dick, get out of our city. Go back to Fallbrook where you belong. Uh, and then... Uh, we need to know this too, Dave. Yeah. There's got to be people that are sitting at home that are like, fuck, I got the stimulus check, but I need a little help. I need to find somebody who knows how to cut hair at home because <laughs> I got two fucking kids that are looking a little too close like Bieber. Now, I got 40. Everybody looks that way right now. Right? What, what's it going to cost? 40 bucks? To cut two little kids' hair? Probably. Yeah. Probably. All right. So if somebody's sitting at home, they're like, yeah, we can. Don't do like AC did. You see that fucking job? Oh, that, that was AC ridiculous. Look like he used. I don't know what the fuck. It looks terrible. What did he use? Hedge clippers? Yes. It did not look good. <laughs> I love the picture he We will not be going to see AC. But uh, if anybody knows anybody who's doing underground, what else is going to open up? Underground haircuts and where well, That's funny. That That is funny as shit. The underground haircuts. It's uh, it is it is crazy. I, did I tell you the story about my my brother in law checking in on him, my old brother in law? No, checking in on him and saying how's everything going. Well, it's fine except for all the girls I was fucking don't want to show up anymore. <laughs> he goes, I end up getting divorced, and he goes, things are going really well. Now things aren't going well. None of these Shit. girls want to get touched. <laughs> God, God bless his heart. Bless his heart, as they would say in the <laughs> south. All right, get a mask, stay safe, and uh, we'll see you back here, I think, Sunday night. Perfect. All right. See ya.